This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi there, and thank you for joining me. My name is William McKenna. This is the Saturday Quiz, the podcast where I ask 10 questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and a different pair of guests each week try and come up with the answers. The first guest today is... Hannah Diveny, an actor, activist, and author, the Triple A, who you might recognize from SBS's Latecomers and has recently published her first book titled I'll Let Myself In, both in her early 20s, an achievement not many can relate to. The second guest for this week is an actor, musician, who you might have seen in, oh, I don't know, any TV show in Australia this year, ABC, (laughs) she's rolling her eyes at me, ABC's Gold Diggers and the Messenger, Bring Bring Bring, Prime Video's Deadlock, and just announced to be joining the cast of Heartbreak High for its second season, and and will be performing in Sydney Theatre Company's play Stolen in June next year. Suffice it to say, she's a busy, busy gal. But more importantly, Catania is the Noah of random facts, making her perfect for this podcast. Two incredibly talented and intelligent people. Thank goodness I'm asking the questions. Please welcome to the pod... Hannah Divini and Catania Maynard! Yeah! I feel like we should tell everybody that I basically bullied my way onto this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, for context, you guys, I have not met Will or Catania in real life yet. I am just a secret The Messenger stalker fan. Um, <laughs> this, this no, you're not. We you... are all mutual fans here. Exactly. This is the part where you play like Eminem Stan in the background or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi guys. Hello, Hannah. We are both fans of you big time. Oh, and thank yeah. you both for being on this podcast. How are you both feeling? Oh, like keen but nervous because yeah. I'm always assaulting people with random facts, whether they want it or not. <laughs> I know what's going to happen is I come onto a podcast where like, yes, I'm going to use my talent. It's going to be great. And then I'm not going to get any of the questions. And then you dry up. I know. (laughs) It's okay, Katanya. We can do this together. Thank you. I'm going to be leaning on you. And at the end of the day, it's not really a competition, but I will be, uh, you know, keeping score. So (laughs) don't do that to my straight A students. So... (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, good to know. We've got two very intelligent people. Hey, Hannah. Yeah? Can you tell the listeners a little bit about your book? I mean, sure. Let's do the shameless plug. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) 
this book is called I'll Let Myself In. Woo! And Woo! it's a series of personal essays that I wrote about my experiences growing up disabled. Spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't know me listening to this podcast. I'm disabled. That's shocking information to you. I know. Um, you can't see, obviously, because we're in a podcast and it's not a visual medium. But I am sitting <laughs> in a wheelchair currently. Uh, and in the book, I write about all sorts of things, including my experience on latecomers. Woo. And my experiences growing up and kind of coming of age in this really weird, wildly unstable world that we all live in at the moment. Fun times. Oh, yeah. Hey, but Hannah, more importantly, can you tell me how much discussion you had around the colour and the look of the front page of the book? Because as we all know, we shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but when it literally comes to books, that's all we do. Yeah, so that was actually exactly how the cover looked in my head, is how it ended up. I basically gave the the artist what I wanted, and and he was like, sure, I can do that. It's like, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, because... Yellow has always been my favourite colour, so it was really important to me, like, just to have a bright, sunshiny book. And also, I was told by the powers that be that apparently yellow books sell better for some reason, so... Oh, good to well, know. Because, what is it? Like, yellow and red are the two most eye-catching colours yeah, to I the human so. eye. That's why lifeguards I wear red and yellow. so. So you can find it in the See, we've, st- we've started with the facts already. It's oh, great. See, look, God. Damn it. <laughs> well, hang on. I've still got a little shameless plugging to go with Catania. Now, Catania, oh, no. I have one Come question on, Katania, for you. Your turn. Yeah. Have you had a break at all? I have. I have. Um, after we finished The Messenger, I had a lovely little break where, like, only half of it was depression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad someone else knows what that's like. The post show blues 100 percent. yes well because you know there was what five days between the end of deadlock for me and then the start of pre-production for messenger which so it meant i was working for like eight straight months it was insane Mm. and deadlock being my first ever thing so by the end of it is rare (laughs) it is really it was like the unicorn of situations I feel, um, I feel better about latecomers being my first thing now that I know that Deadlock was your first thing, and I think it's so funny that both of us have ended up working with Nina Oyama. I know thing. who isn't Nina just the best. Like, yes, you funny, should have her on this wonderful. podcast, Will. Because yes, although it might need to come with like an R-rated warning because you never know what we come out of Nina's mouth. Oh, good. Yeah, so just like I had a little break. And then I did Gold Diggers, and then I had a little, like, a little month break, and then I did Heartbreak High. Yay! Um, which I can't talk about yet, guys, but I'm excited for no, it to come No, don't spoil out. it. I'm excited for it to come out. And now I'm in my first little break before before Stolen, so Woo. it's been nice. I've been been gardening and Aww. going outside and doing the walky things. Like, it's been wonderful. Going outside and oh, doing good. That's good. You deserve it. Hey, you two. John Leary likes to ask his guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? I... There is one that's popping into my brain. It's probably not not my favourite, but we'll go with it. So, apparently, (laughs) Ewan McGregor's right. And you know how he he played Obi-Wan Kenobi? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, apparently, he... 
His brother's flight name is Obi Two. <laughs> oh, good. That's amazing. That's oh, amazing. Good. I wonder if he was number one brother or if he was number two brother. Yeah, you know I'm what really I mean? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> wow, that is amazing, Hannah. Katanya, do you have one? See, look, the thing is, I didn't come into this prepared, and I, I I'm getting stage fright, and I can't think of one. <laughs> come on, you must, um, you must have. No, learned. no, no. I'm gonna have one. It's gonna come up. Fact. It's gonna come up. <laughs> I would tell, let, let everyone know that on the messenger, Catania had about five a day. <laughs> I did. So this is, this is, see, look, I told you it's the curse, William. It's happening. It's, it's, I, I foretold this only a few moments ago. <laughs> you just God. said it before. You said red and yellow are the most eye-popping colors. You well, already be, have given a random fact. There is that one, but like, yeah. but I can do better than that. I'm better than that, William. <laughs> surely, <laughs> surely Chloe taught you something about the Titanic on the set of Heartbreak. Come on. Oh my God, she did. Um, I'm <laughs> yeah. so happy for her. She actually went to Ireland recently she and did. she got to do a whole bunch of Titanic stuff. She and I was just joy. watching her stories, just jumping for joy for her. <laughs> oh my God, I feel so bad. Katanya, <laughs> don't feel bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've already failed, guys. I'm gone. Guess what? Guess what? When I came on this podcast with John Leary as a guest, I didn't really realise I had to come with a piece of trivia. And so I said, oh, there's a reason why flamingos stand on one leg. And then he's like, what's the reason? And I said, I don't know. That's my fact. There it is. I love this oh. fact. Um, and if it's wrong, I apologise. Um, I read somewhere... That the only reason, because I, I remember seeing flamingos and being like, why are some like really pink and why are some not super pink? And it turns out that flamingos are pink because they eat so much shrimp. Whoa! Yeah. And so the enzyme that makes shrimp pink makes them pink. So if they don't have a highly dense shrimp diet, they're white. Wow. Blows your go. mind a little bit, wow. doesn't it? Yeah. So if I want to turn pink, I just need to eat lots of shrimp. <laughs> I don't. Well, I know that if you wanted to be orange, you'd you have to eat, eat carrots. a lot of carrots and tomatoes. That actually did or happen to someone that tan. my mum knows. Yes, she started to turn orange because she ate because she ate so many carrots. Oh, see, look, wow. that's an achievement because you've got to eat a lot of carrots. Started to get this orange like tinge, and everyone was like, maybe lay off the carrots. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Like recently, I was on just scrolling through Instagram as you do, and um, this girl was like hey you don't actually have to like buy fake tan every like couple of weeks you can just eat lots of carrots and eventually change your skin tone to orange oh, and like she gosh. legitimately does this and she like showed Be- pictures beauty hack everybody <laughs> i was like that's dedication summer bodies that's how we're all getting we're just eating carrots oh, yeah. plus she must and just I have bet the eyesight was amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay are you two ready for the quiz uh, here, here we go here we go. Let's see if we All actually right. know anything. Question number one. Okay. Whose celebrated 1963 speech contains the line, with this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood? I mean, I assume it's Martin Luther King Jr., but... I was, that's what I was thinking. Like... Bingo! It is Martin Luther King Jr. in there his we go. famous I Have a Dream because I don't know anyone else who gave famous speeches in 1963, so I was like, well... 1963, yeah. <laughs> well, they, um, President Ronald Reagan signed the holiday into law in 1983, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, um, and it was first observed three years later in 1986, and it was officially observed in all 50 states for the first time in 2000. 
thousand. Here's another fun fact about Ronald Reagan, because this is what happens in my brain when people bring things up, um, <laughs> is I think the last time there was an actor's strike, like pr- prior to this one, Ronald Reagan was the president of the of the union. Like that's that right. Must have led the strike. <gasps> I forgot. And about and now that. it's the nanny. Yeah. So <laughs> like, has it improved? Who who knows? We don't know. Like I have a president, a nanny. The same like, thing, I've in my opinion. I've been thankful for Fran Drescher for, like, the majority of my life. I grew up watching The Nanny <laughs> and just to know that she is leading, you know, actors getting getting what they're worth yeah. and, and, and you know, being able to afford healthcare. I'm just like, you, you get it, Miss Drescher. You do what you got to do. <laughs> you get it. Thank you, you get Fran. It. Thank you, Fran. That's Madame Drescher to, to oh, you. Oh, actually, fun <laughs> fact. Yeah. Fun fact, um... Uh, one of the funniest things I've ever encountered ever was we did music tour um, every year at my high school and we would go to the north of the state in Taz and um, a girl that I knew, her she had, um, she yelled or something just a little bit too loud and she completely just ruined her voice and she sounded like Fran Drescher. Oh, great. The entire <laughs> music tour. Oh, no. And the teachers would give us these really funny awards and she got the Nanny Award. Oh great! Cool. <laughs> so Paul will not, not have to keep that in. Not going to get through any of the questions because we're just going to be like fun fact, <laughs> yeah, fun sorry. fact, fun fact. I have and now realised putting ourselves. you two together was maybe not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Okay, you are on one point. Yeah. Well done, you two. Okay, question number two: The Qantas Founders Museum is in which Queensland town? Oh man. I should know Did we this. even know that there was a Qantas Founders Museum? Oh. We did not. But I sh- but That I feel, is so specific. I feel like I learnt this in primary school. I feel like my, I feel like my teacher's like, you should know like what this is. Like, like, that's up there with that museum that, like, collects penises. You know what I mean? What? Like, that is so specific. <laughs> that exists, Hannah. That's a thing. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, let me see. So, I get... Brisbane? Yeah. It's not Brisbane. Um, Okay. It's not Brisbane. It starts with the letter L. Now I feel like I'm on Sesame Street. It starts with the letter L. (laughs) (laughs) The museum, by the way, it tells the history of Australia's national airline Qantas from its early beginnings in outback Queensland into the 1920s to present day. So it's pretty straightforward. And I I cannot imagine (laughs) they get many... Like people walk away from that. But also, like, we like let's be kind. Like, we're glad that you guys have a museum. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) We're giving you some promo. It's all good. (laughs) Like, um, I actually have like I just let me give you a hint. Like, yes, please. It's not Logan. It's as if you were if you were going to grab a cup that was too far away from you from the table, you would have to reach. Stretch. And and quite and yeah yeah reaches reaches right and not a short oh, reach but a but a long, long reach yeah okay long, long reach. reach there <laughs> we go so so maybe we should all take an excursion to the uh, Qantas Qantas Founders Museum guys I really I just want Absolutely. to acknowledge like you guys can't see us right now but like I just gaslit myself so hard then being like surely it's not long reach that's not a thing <laughs> that's not what <laughs> Have faith in yourself, Kajanja. We should. We should visit the Qantas Museum and we should catch a yes. virgin flight over there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually, coming back from Alice Springs, I almost threw up on a Qantas flight because as it was taking off, the plane started turning like 270 degrees going upward at the same time Shit. that there was turbulence and I swallowed my gum. So it was not a fun time for me. No, so it's in your digestive tract for seven years. No. <laughs> seven so, years. There you go, another years. random fact. Okay, that's two points. Question Focus. number three. What nationality was physicist and author Stephen Hawking? He was British. American. British. Bingo. But Bingo. Why do I think in, he was American. In Catania's oh, defense, the American voice. The American voice. He has the American voice, and you can see um, they make uh, lots of jokes about it in The Theory of Everything. It's yeah, a very good yes, movie. Yes, because it was the only voice they had available at the time, I think. And he was like, what am I meant to do with that? <laughs> right. Well, did you know his full name was Stephen William Hawking? Just saying. Oh. And when he was a teenager, Stephen and his friends built a computer out of old clock parts, telephone switchboards, and other recycled items. Have you two ever done that? No, but that definitely feels no, like some like something but... I might have tried to do as a teenager if I'd had access to it. When I was a kid, I I was obsessed with the idea of building a time machine. Great. Did you succeed? I'll never tell. Will, um, I'll never tell. That's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> great uh, wasn't point. that a thing um that Mr. Hawking did where he he set like maybe a year in advance or like Oh, no, it was he scheduled, like, a, a meeting in the past to try and prove whether time travel was right oh. or something. Like, it was – I probably said that wrong. But, like, it was really, really interesting because it just kind of made my my brain fart because I didn't understand. I was like – And we don't know. He could appear in the next 40 years, you know, could. and just be like – Surprise, actually... bitches, I'm back. <laughs> Okay, well, well done. That's that's three in a row, three points. Here on to question four. Okay. okay. Three points for Hannah. I have not helped you. No, no, you have. It's okay. It's all right. Katana, you absolutely have. Okay, question number four. Addison DeWitt, Margot Channing, and Eve Harrington are characters in which 1950 film that was nominated for 14 Academy Awards? The first name I recognise, the second name I don't. So now I'm just going to think about it for a long time. And stare into space. It, um, it basically holds the. It, it is equal record for the most um, Academy Awards nominated. Is it like fourteen? Gone with the wind or something. That's what I was thinking. Ooh, it's not gone with the wind. No, okay, but it's. it's it starred like Betty that. Davis. Oh, um, being Eve. No. Oh yes, yes, but what, it's. Be, but, uh, all about Eve. Yay! Well, I will give you that. I will 100% okay. give you that. You got that yes! 100%. Wow. Well done. 14 Academy Awards. Like, that's just... That's equal to how many we have. Yeah. You know, Between the oh, three yeah. of us. 100%. Yeah. Well, crazily, no it, it was nominated it. for... Just... <laughs> 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 it was nominated for Best Set in Black and White, Best Cinematography oh. in Black and White, and Best Costume in Black and White, and five of the cast was nominated. So that... Oh, is why it was so many. I wow. see. That's interesting, like, that those things could still be nominated for in black and white because you wouldn't think about it, like, cinematography or costume or... Yeah, but the lighting like has to be different and the costume yeah. and the colours have to be different. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well done. That's four in a row. Yeah. Well done. Here we go. Heck yeah. Question number five. Okay. Is the main ingredient in latke A, cheese... B, potato, or C, yogurt? Yogurt. Mm -mm. No. 
I think it's potato. It is in fact potato. Well yeah. done. I think well it's done, potato. You, two. you said I that with such confidence. confidence. Don't you dare say well done, you two. Don't you dare. To be honest, you said it with such confidence that I believed you, and then I was like, <laughs> wait, I'm still pretty sure it's potato. Because doesn't the doesn't the dessert with yogurt start with L as well? I'd have to look that up. Well. <laughs> Latka is, is a type of grated potato pancake or fritter. Um, who discovered you could make that, by the way? Like, who goes, let's grate a potato and make a pancake? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, many who made hash browns as well. But there's a bonus point here. Ooh. Lassi is what I was thinking of. Lassi, there you go. Oh. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> did not interrupt. Oh, my God. You did not interrupt. This is a conversational podcast. <laughs> Um, the, there, there is a bonus point though, and I want you guys to get oh. this. So, the bonus point for naming when latke is traditionally eaten. Weddings. <laughs> Ooh. So is it like no. a specific? Is it an event yeah, or wait, a date? Is it an event or a date? It is. It is sort of a uh, traditional festivity. So Christmas then? No. It, it is a part of um, the Ashkenazi Jewish cuisine. Oh. If that gives you any clues there. Oh, um, so would it be like Passover or Yom Kippur? Something? The one that starts with H. Oh, um... <laughs> Hanukkah? Hey, well done! Hanukkah, Yay. yes, absolutely. No, I sat here thinking like, wait a minute, is Hanukkah the holiday or is it the little candles? Like, I was thinking like, I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> I sat on that for so long being like, it can't be wrong. <laughs> No one can gaslight you like yourself. <laughs> That's what we've learned today. If you take anything from this podcast, is no one can gaslight you like yourself. Um, latkes, <laughs> latkes can be made with ingredients other than potatoes, such as onion and zucchini. There you go. Hey, you two, well done. That's six out of five questions. Well done. Absolutely no help needed. We're going to cut to a short break and we'll be back immediately. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we're back. Hello, you two. Hi. Are you ready for question number six? Probably not, but let's do it anyway. You are. Here we go. Question number six. What is Rupert Murdoch's given first name? Wait, his name's not Rupert? Well, it's not his first name. Oh, was it that thing where you get named after someone else, but no one actually wanted you to be named after that person, so they call you (laughs) a think I'm not entirely sure. I think he chose Rupert because it was maybe a more sort of leader-like um, name, even though I don't really think it is. <laughs> Does he have, like, a non-leadership name, like Beverly? Yeah. Like, I've never heard... I've never... <laughs> like, I've never heard of a leader called Beverly. Yeah, yet. I apologise to all the Beverly's yet. out there that are leading their... <laughs> Some young oh Beverly God. has just okay, gone, sorry. um, this isn't my time. <laughs> Beverly Rubin. <Wait. laughs> it was... John? No, it's not Josh. It, uh, it starts with K... Kevin? No, the other old white man name that starts oh. with K. That is not the, li- the, the letter I thought oh, you were going to say. Well, okay. imagine if it was Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Karen, oh, that Ken, would make a lot Ken, of sense. 
or no, but the part is correct. I could I could see Murdoch repping a. Am I Kenneth? Am I Kenneth? Oh, good. I I am Kenneth. Sorry. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch's such a Ken, isn't he? Kevin. Think more urban. Urban. Oh, Keith. Keith. His name's Keith. Keith. My brain was like, wait, I I was like, what the hell does he mean, urban? And then I was like, wait, I got you. Well done. It is Keith. Yes, correct. Keith Rupert Murdoch. I think I would have stuck with Keith personally. I feel like you can make way more fun of Rupert than they can of Keith. (laughs) I wonder what his thought pattern was there. Well, it doesn't matter because he is the owner of hundreds of uh, local, national and international publishing outlets around the world, including in the UK, he has The Sun and The Times. In Australia, he has The Daily Telegraph and The Herald Sun and The Australian. In the US, he has The Wall Street Journal and The New York Post, book publishing... Harper Collins and the television broadcasting channel Sky News Australia and Fox News through the Fox Corporation. Could you say that's too much power for one man? Yeah, I think you could. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just yeah. trying to figure out whether I want to be honest or if, like, like, if like, like do I want to be honest and like get whacked <laughs> in an accident or like <laughs> stay silent? <laughs> 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 You know he. Do you know he has a net worth of twenty one point seven billion dollars as of March twenty twenty two, and obviously he's just stepped down and he's let his he has boy I, yeah run the company. I read that just like yeah. Succession, mm. which may or may not be what Succession is based on. Do you know I still Perhaps. haven't watched Succession? True. I know. Me, me either, Catania. It's okay. Don't don't feel alone. Oh, I have not. God, thank you. Watched it. <laughs> well, you can immediately watch it after this, and maybe you can watch it after question number seven. Uh oh. See that little transition there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You. Oh, this is six in a row now. No, seven okay. with a bonus point. Okay. Question yes. number seven. Are you ready? True or false? A calico cat is black and white. Oh crap. Um. False. <laughs> false. That is correct. It is false. Yeah, I was like. Wait, do I know my cats? I'm like, I'm pretty sure calico is like the color of like paper, right? Well, or, it's a, the like tri... Like an orangey kind of... Yes, yeah. It is... It is A calico cat is a tricolor cat. It's 75% white with large orange and black patches. Do you, do you both have cats? No, I am definitely not a cat person. I want... Oh, see, look, I love cats. That's right. I remember you I loving wa- cats. Well, because I love cats. Like, I haven't got one. I've been thinking about getting one, but because I travel so much, I've been a bit like... I think I'd be a wreck if I couldn't take it everywhere I went. And I know that sometimes that's not possible. But, like, (laughs) I just like that we can both have our independence yet still be codependent on each other. And I don't think you can really achieve that with anyone else. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And famously not people either. (laughs) (laughs) That explains so much, Catanian. That's that's a really revelatory fact about human beings. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like... You know, I think cats are great because, like, you got you got to earn their love. They don't just give it to you all willy nilly like dogs do. With cats, like, are they? <laughs> See, I got to work on it. I'm a fan of the like, just give me the affection, please. <laughs> That's the difference between between us, Catania, and that tells anyone who is listening to. Us a lot about who we are as people and what we want from relationships, but that's fine too. <laughs> no, like I think it's just like I can't handle dogs just being at me every five seconds. But also, I have some beautiful dogs in my life. My mom has two dogs. She has Henry, who is a pug, 
in Diego, who's a beautiful little stuffy. Henry. Oh, good. And uh, Henry my the pug. Henry the pug. His name is Henry George Maynard. A very regal name for a black that's, dog. That's so. such a human name for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I it so much. Um, and uh, it's like naming your dog Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a three-legged cat called Wanda. My brother does. Cool. That's a great name. Yeah, she never, she never let losing that leg get her down. Oh, that's great. Well, they're so... The, the exoskeleton of a cat is terrifying. Anyway. I, I was about to make a terrible joke, but I won't do that. That's not good. Okay. All right. I trust you, Yes, so that they are 75% white and I am 100% white. Okay. Question number eight. <laughs> Question number eight. Name the American gymnast who this month made a stunning return to international competition after taking a two-year break from the sport to work on her mental health. Simone Biles. Yes. Bingo! Simone. The Bingo. GOAT! The great, the greatest of all time. The ah. She's very good, isn't she? Oh, I <laughs> yeah. want to meet her so badly. Oh, I'm just into all, like, I have never been that invested in gymnastics since the movie Stick It. Oh, <laughs> I have, what is this movie Stick It? I've never heard of you this. You have never also watched heard, Stick It? I also it have was, never heard of this, so tell us. Oh my god, you know, rebel girl who's like been going through it. And she quit gymnastics because she's rebellious teen, you know. And then she has to go back into gymnastics because it's like make or break. And then she 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 encourages all the other gymnasts. That, by the way, spoiler. She encourages all the other gymnasts to fight back against unfair officials who make them feel crappy about oh, themselves. Wow. It's amazing. Oh wow! So important. Important follow-up question. Did that encourage you to want to try gymnastics, Catania? <laughs> oh, no. I've never even climbed a tree. <laughs> yeah, no. I know. I just looked at a tree one day and I thought, no, I would rather live. <laughs> I would rather live. <laughs> you know, I, I did gymnastics when child. I was about 8 to 10 years old. Of course you did. And what, how dare you? But and, was it and, rhythmic gymnastics or was it gymnastic gymnastics? <laughs> yeah, it was with the ribbon. No, it was gymnastic gymnastics, except all I wanted to do was just jump in the foam pit. Um, That's all you want to do at that age. Yes, exactly. I don't want to be doing backflips. Oh. Simone Biles is probably doing backflips because she has the most world medals, which is 30, and the most world gold medals, which is 23. Four of those being Whoa. from the Olympics. Can you believe that? Holy sh... That's just overachieving on a mass scale. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Everything I aspire to be. And it's funny. She is also four foot eight inches. She makes me look tall. <laughs> this is, okay, this is what she said as well. She's No, I'm nearly a whole foot taller. How tall are you, Katanya? Five foot seven. So nearly a foot. Yeah, yeah. I was going. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you said an inch taller. I was like, what? Katanya? <laughs> I have to double check myself. Um, she said, which I think is so great. She said, "I'm going to put myself first. Listen to my mind and my body and what my heart was telling me to do. I had to put my pride aside and say, okay, this isn't going to work because she was experiencing a common phenomenon amongst gymnasts known as the twisties." <laughs> which can be triggered by stress and make an athlete feel lost in the air while doing tricks they've done a thousand times. And she said her mind and her body were not in sync. So, but she's back, which is great. So we get to see her do some yeah. physical twisties and not some mental twisties. That would be so scary and like disorienting to be like in the <sighs> so middle of much. the air and be like, oh my God, my brain and my body are not doing the thing that I want them to do. I mean, I have experience with that particular phenomenon regularly, <laughs> right. but, but 
for someone who is actually meant to be in control of their body. It would be very scary. But it's like amazing too. Simone Biles hasn't re- written a book. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yeah, it's well, amazing yeah, though that yeah, like true. well because she's gone and done that she's given confidence to every other person that's in gymnastics to be like even like when the stakes are super super high it doesn't mean that you should push through something like that and you need to look after yourself go miss files i think we could all learn from that oh, yeah right? right you you've got eight gold medals with one bonus gold medal because we're on to question oh, nine oh my are you god. ready god, yes yes okay Let's do this. Question number nine. Second last question. Henley, polo, and Hawaiian are all styles of what? Shirt. Shirt. Bingo. Bango. Well done. Both of us Straight answered that like it was a trick question. Both of us Yeah, like, it was like, shirt. Uh, <laughs> slowly. Yes, the, the Henley shirts were named because of the traditional uniform of rowers in the English town of Henley ah. on Thames. A polo shirt. I mean, that's self-explanatory. You play polo in it. And the um, Hawaiian shirt, also known as the Aloha shirt, is a style of dress shirt originating in Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> Worn primarily by dads going on a vacation, um, even if the vacation is to Rye. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. Or by obnoxious male cousins trying to embarrass their entire family when you're on a big or, family holiday. Or... I, I have experienced that particular variety. Oh, great. Or by Katanya Maynard going to her first um, limbo, which is like a like a gay event that happens in Tassie. Um, and it was Miami Vice night, so... <laughs> oh, great. I just love that the gay events in Tassie are called limbos because my brain was immediately like... Does that mean you have to, like, get under <laughs> something? Like, what's going on? I actually, this is, oh, I'm such a bad Taswegian. I actually don't know why it's called Limbo. I need to ask. But, yes, Miami Vice night. It was fun. <laughs> um, and you wore a Hawaiian shirt. I you did. didn't go for the Henley shirt or the polo shirt? No. William, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also did, okay, this is a really good joke, and I've probably cut this, but I just think it's a really good joke. Um, tell me if you think this is a good joke. It's about shirts, kind of. Um, my tailor was really happy to mend my scruffy shirt, or so it seems. <laughs> How good is that joke? I... That's a perfect joke. <laughs> that's like a, that's like from a trainee book of dad jokes, or something. Some sort of... 100%. I'm wearing a wine shirt right now. That was so good. Okay. Well done. That's nine for nine. Thank you, Katana. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> let's crush it, With Katania. a bonus point. You got one question left. Okay. This, okay. Is, this is for the Simone Biles gold medal. <laughs> it's for a Rupert Murdoch billion dollars, and it's for a Calico cat. Are you oh, ready? Yes. yes. Question number 10. What starting with B is both the name of a French wine region... And a colour. Oh, Burgundy? Catania Maynard, Hannah Tiffany. That's you legend. 10 for 10. You legend, 10 thank 10 you. 10 with one bonus point. Yes, it's named for the Burgundians, an East Germanic people who moved westwards beyond the Rhine during the late Roman period, and other French wine regions that like Bordeaux and Provence and, and Champagne, and of course Burgundy the colour being a dark reddish purplish colour, which is also my mother's favourite colour. Um, hey, well done, you two. Yay! But also, I don't want this to end because this has been fun. I know. Like, it's, like <laughs> you promised us. Oh, wait, no, it has been 40 minutes. Damn it. Damn it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I know, I could just look online for another 50 questions if you want me to yeah, do we like this pod, like we, we could do a couple of podcasts worth, right? And you can go on a little holiday, Will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could you imagine the person who's gone on a holiday and then someone takes over and then he also goes on a holiday? <laughs> yeah, don't they have an, a- an AI bot that can do it for you at this point? Just read the questions? No. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, like, but Hannah, we're actors. Like, I could easily be like you could. Like, we could come up with backstories and accents. Like, you could be like, you know, dude called Randy, and I could be like I'm a lady really called Gertrude. To see where you're going with this? And like, we just like. There you go. I can be. I could be Henry the Pug. There um, we go. Lots of dogs answering questions. <laughs> With a dog. Hey, you two should be really proud of yourselves. And also, I am so happy that I'm the one asking the questions because I didn't know any of those answers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. Maybe I did. Um, But, hey, before I say goodbye, I want to let everyone, the listeners, know that you can catch Catania in reruns of Gold Diggers and The Messenger on ABC iView and Deadlock on Prime Video. Mm-hmm. Um, Heartbreak High Season 2 will come out sometime on Netflix and Stolen will be playing in the Sydney Theatre Company next year in June. Um, tickets will be on sale way later. Yeah. <laughs> That's Catania. She is booked and stressed. You're going to have to get in quick. Thanks, and you can go to every single bookstore and buy Aww. every copy of I'll Let Myself In by Hannah Diveny and go watch Latecomers on SB. S, you've got plenty to do, listeners. Um, hey, thank you both for being here. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Are you ah, sick? I feel like we should do a little shout out to ha- to Harry as well if he's listening to this because he's the reason that we all that we're all connected. Hello, Harrison Green. Hello, Harrison Green. The best Simon Hello, there Harrison ever was. Harrison Green. He's probably at the gym or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or well, writing poetry somewhere. Or painting you know, probably beautiful, writing poetry somewhere. beautiful images. Like, honestly, yeah. he's good at everything. <laughs> like, I know. It's very interesting. Harrison Green, <laughs> ready for hire. Okay, thank you both. Hey, thanks a lot. And I, I will see you soon. See you later. Oh, okay, Bye. bye. I love how we all wave just so they can see us. <laughs> This episode was recorded on the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I want to acknowledge their traditions of telling stories and sharing knowledge for millennia and pay all the respects to their elders past and present. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thanks to all who keep coming back week after week. If you'd like to leave a review, do so. John will be back in three weeks, I promise. Thanks as ever to the wonderful Cindy McDonald for supplying the questions. The show couldn't be made without you. I'm William McKenna and I'll have some more questions for you same time next week. 